Um, I'm taking a look at the relationship between parents and their children. This is a as a very interesting one because I did mention at the the start of the first hour that I had an incident with my mother, and I have a really cr- close relationship with my mother. I speak to her about twice a day. Um, that might sound weird. I'm a 24 year old. Um, guy living in Cape Town my mother's all the way in Pretoria so we really have this this great relationships um sometimes I feel it it might be a bit dysfunctional but as you can imagine being best friends with your parents um is a great thing but it comes with a dif- with its difficulties um many people struggle with trying to make an intimate connection with their parents while others just get it off and hit it off uh, from the tea. So it's interesting, one, if you have any story you want to share about um, how you interact with your parents or how you interact with your kids, um, please phone in 021-446-0567. I'd love to hear your stories. But um, helping us navigate the the difficult part of this relationship between parent and child, um, joining us in this discussion is Habib. Sangalo, and she's the manager at FAMSA Kayelicha, and she'll be uh, chatting to me for the next little bit on how she suggests that one deals with um, raising a child and the relationship between parent and child. So engage with us if you have any questions for Kobisa, um, please get those through. Um, but let me welcome Kobisa on air. Uh, good morning, Kobisa. Good morning, Budi. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. And how are you? I'm good, thanks. Thank you so much for for chatting to us this morning on Cape Talk. Um, I, I did say that I've a I've a really cr- close relationship with my mother. At times, I feel like it's it's dysfunctional. So um, let's start at a point um, where we talk about the relationship. If you are friends with your child, what does it mean to be a friend to your daughter or to your son? Um, to be a friend with your daughter or your son, it means that you have a relationship. However, it's a relationship that I wouldn't, or FAMSA, the way we, we educate parents, it's a relationship that we, we wouldn't encourage. Because when you look at the, at the parent, as the parent, you have certain roles that you must play in the child's life. Mm. Um, if you become a friend with your with your child, it means that that child becomes a confidant, um, and then you tell that child you 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 loading that child with um, heavy stuff sometimes because it it is your friend. Mm. That's how friends um, are together. Most you tell everything. Um, sometimes it 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 becomes a, a heavy load for the child because the child is still young. Um, he hasn't grown um, intelligently. Um, he hasn't grown. Um, emotionally so sometimes it is it is a load um however we can encourage parents to have a good to build a good relationship with their children um but not to be friends with the children because their roles will be confused you you will never be um the friend with your child because there are roles that you must play as the parent for example you have a parent you have a functional parental role which means that you must be at some point tell the child the rules um give boundaries um but if you are a friend with your child then you that role is not going to be effective mm-hmm. um it can only be an emotional parental role where you are caring loving and doing all the other stuff um so we are encouraging parents to have a good relationship with the, with the children where they can listen to them communicate 
um, where the child can be, can be free to express himself or herself, but to be friends, it, it's something else. Mm. I, I think yeah. it get, gets really difficult, like you mentioned, uh, sort of defining the, the parental role and the friend role. How do yeah. you suggest one starts building that relationship of, like you mentioned, having a close relationship with your child, but still being the parent? So if, if the rules need to be um, given, you need to give the rule. What do you suggest the correct ways of sort of doing this? To build a relationship with the child. Yes. Um, you, you start by spending time with the child because time is what parents do not have. And sometimes we go to work and you come back and don't, we don't even ask, how was your day, my boy? How was your day, my girl? What did you do? It starts there, showing interest in, in, in the child's life because the child is not just a child. It's a human being that has got feelings that needs to be listened to. So um, parents need to have a the good relationship with their children by spending time with them, showing interest in their lives, um, listening to them, communicating with them on a regular basis. You don't just communicate while you are using your phone. You're on the <laughs> phone, but you're talking to your child. Mm. Um, and then um, you are listening to it, you are watching a TV, but the child is telling you something very important. Then by doing that, you are not building a good relationship. You must put everything aside mm. and then pay that attention to the child. And by doing that, you, you, you are showing this child that I am interested in to you. I want to have, I want us to have that good relationship. Um, you can do things like spend, um, helping the child with the homework. Um, appraising the child, say thank you when the child has mm. done something good because um, we, we take that for granted. But for children, it is something big, especially for some children. Yeah. Um, I did this and then you didn't say even thank you. You didn't even um, notice that I've done something for you. Then what's the point of me doing it? So we encourage parents to appraise children. We, are, we encourage um, children, to, uh, parents to spend time um, to, to always be there, go to the child when the child is performing at school, go to the child's school and, 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 and support and go to the meetings. All those little things that we take for granted, it means that it's a lot for a child and it, it builds the good relationship between the parents and the children. You are tuned into Cape Talk. I'm uh, chatting to the manager at FAMSA, Kailicha Obisangala, and we're delving into uh, the relationship between a parent and and the, their children. Um, I did mention at the start of the hour that I have a, a very good relationship with my mother. Um, I, I think it's been an interesting one. I, I think spending time with her that much uh, sort of made us very close. Um, but mm. also on the other side, spending time that much with, with someone, um, you do often get irritated, especially if you're a teenager. I know I yeah. used to get embarrassed if my mother would say something. Obviously, she would say it because it was sort of comfortable for her to say we had a really great relationship. Um, but what, my question then is, what do parents often find difficult to understand about children, especially if they are friends with them? Mm. Um, parents um, often do not understand that children have their own lives as well. Um, they need to be, there's different stages of life. Um, and those children, the children need to, to experience all those all those stages in life and if you don't allow the child to experience those stages um then there's always there's always um, a, a conflict between the child and, and the parents mm. i will give you an example from what you have just said now 
being a teenager and um, um, mom always say things that embarrass you. Um, sometimes um, that stage, it's where the child is confused and trying to find his own identity and trying to, to build life of his own. Yeah. But now coming in as a parent and wanting to to, to always um, say things or to, to, to intervene in his life, that is embarrassing for the child and that creates conflict sometimes mm. and parents do not understand that. So for for parents to, to have a good relationship with their children, they must understand that children have lives of their own and they need to be to be given that freedom to live their own lives because they can think for themselves, they can do things for themselves and they do not depend on us to make decisions for them. They can make their own decisions. At a very young age, mm. they can make decisions for themselves. But because we are parents, we think that we know better. So we always make decisions for them. We always tell them what to do. <laughs> and sometimes it, 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 it becomes a problem for the child. And we, as a parent, we don't understand that. Now, yeah. I, I imagine raising a child is, is not an easy task. I know it's not an easy task. I, I can't even think about having a child. I'm 24 years old. Um, but not all parents are good friends with their children. I would assume this is also not necessarily just a bad thing. Mm. Mm. Yes, it's, it's not a bad thing not to be, not to be friends with you, with your child, I would say. Um, but now going back to my way of saying that it is important to build a good relationship, as long as there's a relationship mm. between the two of you. Because what is bad is that it's not having a relationship at all. Then I will worry. But if there is a relationship between you and your child, then you do not need to be friends. Because like I said, there are roles that this parent needs to play. And if we become too much friends, then those roles will be will not be effective at all because I won't be able to play my, um, my roles. As much as these roles need to go hand in hand, the emotional and the functional role, but one cannot function effectively if the other one is not there. Mm. So not having a good um, relationship is, is, is a concern, but you mustn't be friends. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't encourage parents to be friends with their children. Mm. Um, yeah. let, let's move away from the parents a bit and, and take a look and, and talk about the children. Um, I I also know of many cases where, where children feel like they can't necessarily relate to their parents or their parents don't unders- understand them. What can a parent do in a case like that to, to make sure that um, the child can tell you anything, um, can share the, the, the sort of the struggles that they go through? What tips do you have for parents struggling uh, if, if the child feels they do not they're not understood. Mm. My my um, advice for parents will be um, try to get to understand the person that you gave birth to. Um, for example, even if I've got twins, I must understand as the parents that they are two different people that um, experience things differently. So if you are struggling, because also as a social worker, I also sit with cases where parents um, give up for, to their children, especially if, it, if the child is maybe 16 or 15. Mm. I cannot understand this child. I don't know what to do anymore. Please, social worker, help me now um, to fix this. 
Um, but at the end of the day, it's, it's between the two of them. The parents need to be taught skills yeah. on how to understand the children. There's something called in, in the positive parenting skills that we train parents on. There's something called temperaments mm. where the parents need to understand that children are different and they need to be treated as such. I cannot, I cannot say that there's a formula that I can use for all my children. Mm. They will be like this. So I need to understand each and every child as a unique and special individual that I need to understand and know what to do and how to treat that person. Um, if the parent is struggling then, because the, the reality is some parents are still struggling with their children and they do not understand them, then they can go to um, places like FAMSA, where they where where they can sit with a social worker and 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 ask or maybe and and, and enroll on the par- positive parenting skills workshop mm-hmm. where can where they can be taught skills on how to deal with children because at the end of the day it's 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 gonna be it's it's a relationship that needs to be to be built and if you do not understand the child then there won't be a relationship at all. So the the parents need to be taught skills on on how to understand their children and not to treat children the same because they are not the same. Mm. If you have any questions, if you want to share a story, uh, if you want to ask some advice from Tobisa, um, feel free to phone in 021-446-0567, tweet me at Cape Talk or send me an SMS or WhatsApp, the SMS line being 31567 and the WhatsApp line being 072-567-1567. How's your relationship with your children? Please share with me and how was your how, how, how was the relationship when you were a child with your parents? Um, um, Bisa, let's talk about the work uh, you, you guys do over at, at FAMSA. What services do you offer and, and what, at, what sort of um, services can, can customers get if they do um, come over to, to you guys? Okay. FAMSA is the relationship um, people. They call themselves that. We are the relationship people mm-hmm. where we do counseling um, for individuals, for couples, for families. Um, and then we also um, offer some trainings, positive parenting trainings. Uh, we offer fatherhood trainings because it's it's also a, another problem that we are facing in South Africa where fathers are not um, are absent in the children's lives. Mm. So there's this wonderful program where we en- we encourage fathers to be part of the of their families and part of their children's lives. Um, and then we also offer skills in basic counselling in um, um, couple counseling, but that is done in observatory office, all the professional counseling. Um, and then we also offer, um, yeah, it's also, it's, it's trainings, it's divorce trainings, it's basic counseling trainings, it's couple counseling trainings. And then it's, we also have in-service trainings where we keep on um, teaching um, professionals that are in this field on, on, in, on different skills. Uh, so that that is what is done in Kailicha office and in all the FAMSA offices. Mm. Um, yeah. it, it's so great that you guys are actually doing this. And as you mentioned, it's, it's a problem that many people don't know and many parents don't know how to deal with. Yeah. And there's loads of intricacies and complexities as to raising yeah. a child. Um, one thing that is a reality in South Africa is the case of abuse. What are the mm. steps that uh, we can take to rebuild a relationship after something like abuse happens? 
Okay. Um, the, 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 there are cases where that was referred to us. I'll just give you an example of a case where this parent abused the child physically and then the child was removed and now the child is brought back to the family because, mm. um, yeah. So the steps that they, 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 they will need to take, it's for us to educate this parent on how to build a good relationship with this child. Starting from the beginning, what was leading them, what was leading the parent to abusing the child first for us to understand it. Because some parents abuse the children because they believe that um, I was brought up in this way, so I must bring up my children that certain way. And it worked for me that time, forgetting that it doesn't work anymore for Mm. this child now. So we need to take all those old wounds from the parents um, he, trying to heal the parent first so that he can or she can be fit to raise this child in a non-abusive home. So we teach parents, we work with parents on an individual basis, and then we work with the parent and the child in the counseling session, trying to address all these issues that led to abuse and then encourage them to, um, to build a good relationship by educating them in these skills. Yeah. And of the positive parenting, yes. You are tuned into Cape Talk. It's about 25 minutes past 12 o'clock. Uh, share your story about uh, your relationship with your, your child or with your parent. 021-446-0567. On the line, I have Nobisa Ngalo, and she's manager at FAMSA Kayalicha. Um, Nobisa, let's take a look um, at issues like death and loss. How should mm. one deal with that and how should one speak about that to your child if they are younger and also if they are a teenager? Mm. Yes, that is another one. Um, it, it is very important for the for the parent to be able to speak to children when there's death, in, in, irrespective of the age, uh, because the the more you delay it, the more effect it will have on the child. Mm. Um, for example, it 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 it, it, it yes, children varies in age, and it's important for you as the parent to find a way to tell the child in, in the language that you, she or he will understand first. And it, whatever that you are going to tell that child, it must be age appropriate. Mm. I cannot say that to the child, um, yeah, we are going to a funeral, so-and-so is dead. Firstly, I must, if, if the child is five years old, I must be, I must be able to explain what is death. Yeah. Um, when I'm when I'm when I'm dead, what's what's happening to me? Because the language that you will understand, okay, so and so will be underground, and God has taken that person, keeping that person in a safe place. Da, 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 da. That is the language that they understand. Mm. So as they grow older, then you can be able to explain that um, death is something that we are all going to experience this is what is going to happen to all of us and until so and so is in god's hands now and um we are not able we are not going to see that person again because when we lie to children and then it always backfires mm. why did you lie to me why did you say you will come back it's very important to tell the child the truth but at the age of, it must be age appropriate. Whatever that you're going to tell that child, it must be age appropriate. And if you can see that you are not able to do it or you tried but it's not working, go and find a, a close 
social worker to you that can be able to assist you to do that. Talking about uh, age appropriate, um, something that I, I imagine many uh, par- parents struggle with is talking about sex. Um, yeah. How does one do that? When should one do that? Um, it, it's very um, uncomfortable for many parents. It's very uncomfortable mm. for many adults even to just speak about it. But I think it gets even more difficult when you're talking about it with a child, with your child. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, it was it was it was not easy for me as well. <laughs> but you know what I've I've I've, I've read. They say um, as soon as a child starts to ask questions, please start talking, because the the minute that child is asking questions, no matter how young he or she is, it means that he knows something. Mm. And she just need to confirm it by you as the parent. Remember, you are the very first person that needs to educate that child. So whatever that you are going to tell the child, is, it must be truthful. Because there's a teacher outside there that is waiting to tell your child whatever that you are not telling the child. Mm. So it's very important for parents to tell or to speak to their children about sex at a very young age. If the child doesn't ask at the age of seven, you must know that the child knows it, but maybe is embarrassed to tell you Mm. because as young as four or five, they can tell you or they can ask questions. I remember I was asked by my daughter, oh, no, (laughs) I was working at this organization. And then um, we were told that it's very important to speak to the child. When they ask questions, you must speak to them. Then because I'm an also that parent that was born in that time, you know most what I mean. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't easy for me to speak to my daughter, and my daughter was nine. And she's been asking questions. Then I find a very creative way of telling her. Then I brought a book mm. that explains everything. And I know she's very curious. She would like, she would want to read this book. Then I put the book in the place I know that she will look at it. Mm. Then she was looking at it, and then she was reading. And then her sister, younger than her, five years old, was also looking. And then my nine-year-old said, no, 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 you're very young to look at this book. You mustn't <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're too young to look at this book. And then she comes back with the book to me, Mommy, is this true? Then I said, yes, my baby. Did you also do this? I said, yes, that's mm. how you were born. And then that's the conversation started. So you, as a parent, you must find creative ways Mm. to speak to your child. (laughs) (laughs) But as as, as, as I said, everything, it must be age-appropriate. You don't want to bombard bombard your child with big information that he or she cannot understand. So make sure that the child understands what you are talking about in a a very simple way. Mm. And then as the child grows up, then you can start adding and adding and adding. But... We are the first teachers that mm. must be able to talk to the children about these things. I absolutely love that uh, the parent is the very first person to educate a child. Mm. Um, we got an SMS, Mabisa, uh, saying that my mom and I talk about everything quite openly, but I find it very difficult when we are not in a good mood. We get angry at each other, and it's strange because I am mm. 30 years old. I imagine the, the the role and the relationship between parent and child, um, it, it does evolve uh, growing older, so it either gets stronger or it sort of fizzles out. Um, but how... How does one deal with that as a grown person? I mean, now it's two adults, but the person is still your parent. Mm. Where does one draw the line? 
sure that one is difficult. That one is difficult. But what I would say is for as long as you know that in this relationship, I am still a parent. I am, I take the responsibility. I must take the first step. Um, I remember I had, I had a case similar to that where there was, there was just conflict between the two. Mom is, is 70 and the, and the daughter is 34. Mm. And it was like very bad. Um, but when you look at the relationship, there is a relationship between the two, like the, like the SMS that you just that you just shared now. Yeah. Um, so when I, I tried to look at what is causing this conflict, it's because um, mom feels that this child has forgot that he's my child. She forgot that I'm still a parent. Mm. Um, so when we look at the problem, it 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 was just the fact that mom feels that. She has lost the child. She has lost her child, meaning that this child is doing whatever that she wants, mm. and she, mom, is not in control anymore. So it's like grief, grief in a process. I'm grieving because I'm, I'm losing my friend. You know what we talked about. Yeah. So this child now we want to go out with other people. So I'm left out. So it, 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 it becomes a problem, and it is a problem that we're still sitting with, but it needs understanding between the two. Because it's, it's two adults. If I know that I've upset my mother in a certain way, then I must also take responsibility to say sorry. Mm. Um, and I've, I must also take a responsibility to say, hey, let's sit down and talk about this because we cannot go on like this. I'm also an adult and you're also an adult. What is the issue here? And we try to solve it between the two of us. And if it means that I must apologize, then I must apologize. And also if it, my parents need to apologize to me, because um, um, the, the children needs um, a, a parent that can be able to say sorry mm. when they've done something wrong. What is is denting the relationship is because I would say that I'm a parent, then I don't need to say sorry. So I would I would say to the two adults, they must speak about it. What is it that really made us not when we are not in a good mood mm. um, to fight, and then they can try to resolve it. If they are try, they are struggling to resolve it, then they can look at FAMSA offices or whatever offices that can be able to, they can go and sit down and address these issues because it cannot go on like that. Well, it's it's been an interesting 30 minutes. Uh, we delved into everything with regards to the relationship between parent and a child. Before I say goodbye, Khabisa, what's your favorite part of being a parent? I mean, you, you work with kids, but you are a parent yourself. What is the thing mm. that just gives you butterflies every time you see your children? <laughs> <laughs> There's lots. Um, but spending time with my children, and when I hear those stories, this is what happened at school. This is, what I ha- this is how I handled this situation at school. Oh, that, that makes me... Ooh, <laughs> uh, <I would> <laughs> I'm, I'm raising two girls, so there's always stories. Mm. There's always something to tell. So when I'm at work, I'm looking forward to go home to to listen to those stories. What happened now? What did teacher do? Um, how did you? What was the homework? And how did you? How did you? How mm. did you answer your questions? So I'm always looking forward to that when I get when I get home. Yes. 
Well, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. Um, I think I can speak about this topic uh, immensely. It's something that um, has recently been playing around in my mind, the whole relationship uh, between yeah. parent and, and, and child. But um, first of all, thank you for chatting to us on Cape Talk. And then secondly, really well done on the work you, you do over at FAM. So if we want to reach thank you, you um, the organization, where can we check out uh, FAMSA's details? Okay, you can go to www.famsawc.org.za. Um, our head office number is 021-447-951. We are in Observatory Number 9, Bowden Road Observatory. And then Kailicha Office is 021-361-9098. And then you can phone us um, between from Monday to Friday between eight and four. But our observatory office has got um, after hours services. Mm. But you can phone them and find out um, what time do you want to call. Mm. Well, thank you very much, uh, Obisa. We 